Now don't, don't fear, we haven't forgotten commu- uh, um, the sermon or the offering. So we have another hour. <laughs> Everybody at home, if you have your Bibles here, let's turn to Mark chapter 1. Now let me, let me share with you before we start this. I was looking for a scripture for, for that would uh, enhance what this world communion is all about. And I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. I changed the scripture that, uh, that I thought was it a couple months back. And, and it just wasn't on my heart, you know. And it, would, it, was, it, it, just, it just didn't go well. Now, I've read Mark chapter 1, I don't know how many times. But one, one day this past week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I was reading Mark chapter 1 before the 10 o'clock service. I'm just reading it just to read it. And I got down to verse 3. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was nuts. I got, I got down to verse 35, and I'm reading along, and I'm hearing where Jesus, had, you know, just healed Simon Peter's uh, mother-in-law, which to me brought up a lot of questions. If he healed her mother-in-law, does that mean he was married? No, it doesn't. He can't be married. It blows everything out of the water if he's married. You know what I mean? Uh, people go crazy if he's married. Uh, and, and then uh, if he is married, I wonder, you know, he left a, a fishing job that brought in the money and took off following this prophet. I bet you his wife was not happy. But at any rate, he was healing uh, a lot of folks. And in this, in the, in this interlude between these healings comes chapter 1 verse 35 through 39 and it goes something like this are you ready now he's in Capernaum understand he's in Capernaum he just got out of church went home with Simon um, and he's with his mother-in-law and and people have been coming like crazy you know to for him to touch them and heal them and give them a word of encouragement and it says there I think it's just a Mark just put this in there it says, and rising early in the morning, while it was still dark, and I don't imagine he had gone to bed too, too much earlier than that. He departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. Don't you like that? That's what we all should be doing, searching for him. Mm. And they found him, and they said, now you have to stop here and, and, and think what I was thinking. Simon Peter's searching for Jesus all over the place. Why? Because he wants, he wants Jesus to do something, you know? He, he wants Jesus to come back. I, I imagine that it's early in the morning. I bet you there were still people coming in from Capernaum to, to this house, where his, his mother-in-law's house, to do what? Get healed, and where's Jesus? Nobody can find him. I'm thinking, oh, Lord. And, and Simon Peter comes to him and looks at him and he says, what the heck is wrong with you? Everybody, do you see it? This is what I took on, I think it was Tuesday morning. Everybody's looking for you. And I thought, holy cannoli. That's it. That's what we need to know today. Everyone should be looking for Jesus. Now, I got bad news for you. Everyone isn't. Amen. Amen? Uh, everyone's not looking for Jesus. And, and Jesus looks at... The, oh, i got to finish the scripture. Jesus looks at Peter, and he says, Okay, that's great. Let's go on down the road. 
now I don't know about you, but but if I was Peter, I'd say, no, 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 geez, wait a minute. There's people in mom's house. We need to go back there. And he says, no, 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 let's get on the road because I have come to proclaim the gospel. Healing is part of it, but I've come to proclaim the gospel. I need to move on. This is the word of God, my friends. This is the word of God for all people. Thanks be to God. God, we just ask that you bless this time this morning. Uh, be with us, open our ears, help us to hear your, your word proclaimed. And be with your servant today. Pray that his words are your words. My goodness, we pray it in Christ's name today. Amen. I, even when we come to World Communion, everybody is looking for you. Today, today I'm going, I guarantee you there was churches that never even thought about World Communion today. Okay? You understand what I mean? Um, it was back in the early 1900s. Can you imagine we say that today? It was back in the 1900s. I was born in 1900. No. <laughs> back in the early 1900s, um, it was several churches that got together and said, we need to break this, this wall down. Break this wall down and say, you know, we are one body and one Lord, one table. And so we have this, what has come into this World Communion Sunday. And I want to tell you, today, there are, there are um, mainline churches that did not celebrate Holy Communion. There are churches that um, are community churches that did not celebrate, will not proclaim. You know, um, all the end-time prophecy speakers of this day say all that Jesus was supposed to, all the prophecies are done since 1948. They're all done except one. And you know what that one is? That the body of Christ be made complete. That's who he's coming back for. He's not coming back for Baptist churches. He's not coming back for Methodist churches. He's not coming back for Pentecostal churches. Guess what he's coming back for? The body of Christ. Well, I got bad news for you. He's never coming back. Because we are not the body of Christ. Amen? Trust me, everybody is not searching for Jesus. We need to hear that. We need to hear that in our heart. But yet, it shouldn't change the fact that we should be helping people find him. That we should be, as a church today, whatever it says out on the front, it doesn't matter. That we should be a body of believers that is helping people search for Christ. I love the scripture when it says, um, they were all searching for him. Now, who was the, all of them searching for him? It was probably the disciples and, and some of the people that got healed, wanted more from him, you know. Um, might have been some of the naysayers. Who knows what it is? But I love it when Peter looks at him and says, Man, man, everybody's looking for you. Isn't that a powerful statement? Especially on this day. Well, I want to share with you just a, a few thoughts, just real quick, because uh, I knew this would be a long time. But... Um, as we, as we search for Christ, as we, uh, I, I, um, I hate to tell you this, it's something that we don't ever not search for. Amen? I don't care if you've been a Christian and following Christ, been in church, been doing everything God wants you to do for 50 years. You still haven't found him. You know what I mean? Found him. If we, if we have, we better check our blood pressure because it's probably gone. You know what I mean? 
As long as we're alive, we should be growing to find him even closer. And that's what happened to me. I've read this scripture, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden, in, in that just that short 15 minutes before service uh, at 10 o'clock, God touched me, the spirit fell, and, and it was like I'd never seen that in my life. Gosh, everybody's searching for you, God. And, and, and we need him in our lives. The reason people search for him today is because they have problems. And that's good that we search him out. But there's so many that are searching to fill that void, that thing we call provenient grace, that hole that's in our heart, other than with Christ. And we don't, they don't even know that they should be searching for him there. I never knew him as that kind of a person, somebody introduced him to me. And that's what I want to share us with, that we become that Simon Peter that's running around saying, Oh, Jesus, man, I'm searching for you, and guess what? Everybody else is. I want to share with you that that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. It's ongoing all the time. If you want to write down number one, that's it. It takes a lot of work to be that person who is searching for Jesus Christ. It doesn't happen. Uh, it doesn't happen in, in in a moment. It doesn't happen in in fifty years. I think um, uh, Charles Swindoll would say to us today that he's still working on it. Still working on it. I I say almost every day on Friday morning or on the the Monday through Friday thing. You know, every day when I quit, I say, "Hey, let's meet tomorrow and see if we can't do this better." The day we get it right is the day we'll shut it down. But guess what? We'll never shut it down. Amen? Not as long as I'm doing it anyways, because we know it won't be right. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's more work, more work than we can imagine. We think it's easy being a Christian, but I want you to know it's not. It's um, one of the hardest things to do, to be that servant who is who is truly, truly searching for Christ so that we can introduce him to whomever in our lives. Takes a lot. And then if you listen to the scripture, and I say that because that's what, that's what Jesus was doing. Let me finish that thought. That's what Jesus was doing. He was worried. I mean, I bet you it was four or five o'clock in the morning when he quit. And then he took a nap and, and then he got up when everybody else was snoring. He got up and took off and went out and prayed. And then he says, no, let's go to another place. Takes a lot of work. Let me give you another one. Um, when, when we're that person that's searching for Christ and wanting to introduce people to him, uh, we need to remember not to, um, I don't know how to say this right, not to let others define who you are. You know what I mean? You've got to be you. In other words, you've got to stay faithful. If you listen to it real closely, if you listen to it real closely, Peter is all excited about Jesus finding him and then, you know, reprimanding him and saying, gosh, get back to the house, you know? And Jesus said, no, Peter, let's don't get too excited here. Let's don't get too excited. Things are not as tough as you to say they are. We're going to have to move on. You know what I mean? Now, Jesus could have gave in to him and said, okay, we'll do it your way. But Jesus said, no, I'm here to preach the gospel. I'm here to preach the gospel to everybody who will listen. They've heard it in Capernaum. He was in the temple. He was in there worshiping with them. Came home to, to his mother, to Peter's mother-in-law house, and then everybody followed him and said, let's, let's go there. This guy can do things. 
He had to stay faithful to who, if Jesus, if you don't hear anything about the prophecy of Jesus, is he stayed faithful to the calling God had upon him that led him to the cross. All the way. It's hard to stay faithful. It's hard to stay faithful when the world all around you is, um, is crying that you don't, you do this and you do that. But in reality, you know, if we don't stay faithful to God in our lives, I mean, look at it real close. Who was going to heal these people? <laughs> was Thomas? I don't think so. <laughs> was Thomas going to do it? I, I doubt James, his brother, would even know what to do. And, and Andrew, you know, he was that quiet guy. He's not going to get up and, uh, okay, come on, I'll pray for you. And all, the, all Peter did was run. Run to find Jesus. I'm not going to be the person to do that. If we look at closely at his response, we see him say to us that we need to stay faithful. He says, no, Peter, we're not going back there. We're going to go where God wants us to go. And it's in the next village in Galilee. My goodness. It's a, it's a surprise, isn't it? It was a surprise for me, too, when I read this, that Jesus isn't here to heal everybody. But yet he is. I imagine those people that were in Capernaum, when he didn't come, I imagine they followed him. You know? And the point of it is, is, is uh, all that we see Jesus doing and not seeing him doing, you have to turn to John chapter 21. And in John chapter 21, you hear, hear John say to us, all, I've just given you a synopsis of what this boy did. All the books in the world could not contain everything that he did. There's not a library big enough. He did so much. My friends, <laughs> let's not shortchange him. He was staying faithful to God's calling. And then, then I think uh, the, if we're searching for Christ to, to um, be one of those everybody's that's, that's wanting to see him and take people to him, we have to remember that we need to stay focused on our goal and that only comes about by prayer. The reason Jesus got up early in the morning was he knew that there was a lot going on. I mean, here he is in Capernaum, and he's going to go over to um, Galilee and do some work. And, uh, and he says, oh, um, I better get up and pray because there's going to be a strong day again today. Demons are coming. People are going to come and, and seek to hurt me. People are going to come and seek to defile my name. People are going to come and want to do all kinds of things. Jesus, my friends went to prayer. And I, and I hate to say this to you, but if he needed to go to prayer, then guess what? So do we. To really be searching for Christ, to really be one of the everybody's, we have to be in that closet with him, have to be in that time of prayer, be in that time where, where we sense his grace and know his peace and, and um, can understand that no matter what craziness we're into, no matter what's going on in our lives, he loves us. And he wants us, Psalm 27, 4, he wants us to come into his presence more than we can ever imagine. And I think once that happens, then we will do exactly what he did. We will go to the people that are searching for Christ. We will go to the people that aren't searching for him and help them become an everybody. Amen? We need to work hard, pray without ceasing, and stay faithful. And God will use us. Amen. Let's pray together. God, thank you for that word this morning that challenges us. And help us to be one of those people 
those everybody's. That's our prayer today, Lord. Help us to um, <laughs> see the work that's involved, see the faith that's needed, and see the prayers that we should be offering. Be with us as our prayer. Be with our friends that you've put on our heart already that need to know you. Help us to help them find you and to search for you. We pray this in your son's name today. Amen. Amen. Now you